0: So let's talk this main card. Let's talk this. I literally finished my last beer. This is my next one. And this ain't just some beer. This shit is a gin and juice, 8.5%. So I'm smacked right now.
1: This ain't water.
0: This ain't water,
1: playboy? Nah, it's water.
0: Let's talk Marcus's, Marcus's favorite fighter on the card. Sugar Sean O'Malley versus Pedro Muniz. This is Sugar Sean, 13th in the division, Pedro Munez, number nine in the division. I think this is Sugar Sean's first ranked opponent, his first real test. Y'all want to, I don't want to break it down too much. I feel like y'all got a lot of talk yourselves, so I'll let y'all take the board right now.
2: Hey, I'll look at it like this, right? These two were the most civil people at the press conference from what I've seen so far. I was not ready for that.
1: That's surprising.
2: They are homies, not homies. But like... and the, the first thing they were just both one sentences. Sugar Shane said, "Hey man, Pedro, he's a great fighter. Nobody's ever he's fought a lot of great. He has a lot of great fights on his resume. Nobody's ever put his lights out. I'm gonna change that July second. Hang up the phone, yeah. Boy, Pedro.
0: Nice and simple,
2: Pedro. All right, he bet he could try. Hang up the phone." Now, everybody else is going crazy with these motherfuckers. The motherfucker with rainbow hair is the
0: one that's just chilling. I would say yeah. last time Sugar Sean's press conference, he uh he talked more to a different opponent than his own Like, he literally was like, hey, I'm going to knock my guy out in the fucking first round. Done with him. And then he started beefing with Cody Garbrandt. Like, bro, you haven't beat anybody since, like, 2018. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, like, he, was like, when I, like he started beefing with other people instead of his own opponent because he was so sure of his win.
1: He's on a three-fight win streak, Mark. How you feel about your cousin, man? Hey, man, I'm I'm hype for him, man. I think he's gonna come out here and put on a performance, man. And I might come out. With, are we throwing picks out yet? Cause I'm like ready to drop my. Just pick. wait,
0: just wait. Cause before you throw your picks, I do have like a, a, a like my nerdy breakdown wanna, of the fight.
1: I want to hear a little drop on uh other dude, bro. I want to hear. I I got to hear a little more on him. I, I'm confident in my Sugar Shane though, for real. I think he. A star, you know, career-defining little moment. Get a nice little. Eh. And before we drop any picks,
2: how do you guys feel about Sugar Sean's? Like the way he, his um, I'm not, I'm I'm not fighting no crazy big dudes. I'm trying to get the bag right. I'm figuring everything out. Like I want to make a million dollars a fight. How do you guys feel about how he does that in the UFC, where it's kind of like you can get. Right, and you can get warriors, and you can take an L and still win a championship. How do you guys feel about that?
0: I so I'm happy. That's the question, because I think I have finally found the perfect answer for Sugar Sean O'Malley. Sugar Sean O'Malley is the Javante tank of the UFC. His skill set is top ten, a hundred percent. I love his, skillset. but he hasn't beat anybody to even act or talk the way he does, but he does have the skill for it. But, and it is because he wants the million dollar fight before he fights anybody. And uh, and I understand, get your back, my boy. But there are the Umar Medoffs, the Shakhmov Rakhmodovs. There are people who literally come from the dirt and they don't care about social media. And they're going to fucking, does. they're just going to fight and they're just going to get better at fighting. And they're just going to take over and shit like that. And I just hope Sugar Sean ain't no Ryan Garcia and Javante Tank who cares more about building the brand and everything instead of actually going out and getting those I big fights.
1: This.
0: That's I, that's the most – if anyone don't I, know about Sugar Sean, I think that's the best way to – because he does have the skill. Like, he has this – he his his lightning-fast speed, I haven't seen someone, like, since Conor McGregor when it comes to this fast twitch. You can't train it. And the way he
1: – it up i really like he how switches he
0: switches his stances he likes to go from it... in he goes from in uh inside and outside the range his speed is one of a kind he has it... the skill set but when you're beating fucking pedro munos and fucking bruno so like we're beating people like that and we have other young stars who are going out and beating the neil magnees and fucking like you know there's these people who are actually out here right now going to take those fights and winning those fights He's not doing it. He doesn't seem like he wants to do it right now. He wants the money to, to mean something first, and like I just want to see how far it'll take you, because I—that's why I think Connor fell off was because the money mattered more than just the
2: thrive in the game. I right, man, I'm
1: actually glad that you guys chose that. Marcus, did you agree with Paul? Oh yeah, I mean, like the way you put it like that, I can see it. I'm gonna still gas him. How old is he?
0: He's like 20 something. He Dude, is young. No. He has the fucking future ahead of him. It's, it's all on him.
1: It's just more like it. it's just more like you gotta start stepping up the competition. Like I get that he's probably trying to build the like the fan base to maybe, you know, get the draw in and shit and keep building his brand. So then he gets a bigger paycheck. But might be time to start stepping up that comp. And hopefully this is you know first step. I'm so
2: glad that you guys chose that way. That's why I asked the question that way. Because I personally like it. But here's my reasoning for it. I I don't just like it, I love it. But here's my reasoning for it, because I do agree with you that you got the Chamayos, you got the Sharkscots, you got the you got some real bosses coming and like all they gotta do is learn English. And there's after that the gap. There is no gap. So I think she's playing a dangerous game and that's why I love it because what he's doing is he understands that he came into the UFC at 22. I'm 23 and I just got my own, my own apartment. Like this shit is interesting. It's a very young age to understand that there are people still fighting. There are cowboys and the Jim Miller's who've been fighting since 2008. Like there's a way to do it where you can get, you can look for longevity and like, I don't think he came in with the with the end when he started training MMA eight years ago I don't think he came in with the intent to be like yo I'm going to be in the UFC at 2022 I think he got an opportunity I believe he was on the contender series and that's how he got the bag I'm not sure exactly but and now he's just thinking he's just trying to figure out how to make his brand he understands his his um fight style is very um very entertaining very very sellable and he has he's doing two things at the same time he's getting used to the UFC so I feel like he's going to be somebody that ends up with 30 fights maybe maybe 30 fights but the thing about it is he's playing a dangerous game because if he takes one loss and on because he has a roadmap and he understands that he's looking for longevity as a plan but if that there's going to be bumps on that map so it might not go perfect so like maybe missing out these opportunities while you're hot while you're the hot commodity the biggest dude like maybe that's some that could slip away, and then your momentum might go down. So you have to really the only way to the only way to get back up is if you go like on an Olivero type run. So it's a dangerous game, but I like it because it's longevity and you are understanding that you're here for a long time, not just a good time. So like, he's, I respect like that
1: for real, low key.
2: Mm-hmm. So like, and the all science is only getting better. The rest of the relaxation is getting better. It's up to him to continue to get better and to figure out how to evolve his style because he needs to get to these five-round fights. He's, he's And Pedro Munez, I think, is a great test for that because I don't think he's no slouch either slightly.
0: No, not at all. But I will say, like, because he's in the same division as Umar Nurmagomedov. And that's, like, literally, like, if I like, if someone's going to get the title fight first, it would probably will be Sugar Sean O'Malley. And I think that's going to – this is lining up to be Connor versus Khabib 2.0. Cause if yeah. he gets if he gets the belt in this division or whatever, like if he's the star. Like, cause I think just like Habib, he wasn't a star when he was fighting Connor. Even when as champion, no one really knew who he was. Like I remember whenever they fought the first time, and like people, everyone thought Connor was gonna win. And I was just saying, like, you don't understand. Like Habib is a fucking different breed of fighter. He's gonna destroy him. So like, I think that's where this is signing up to. Because Sugar is gonna be great in his own right, especially in the stand up. I think he's one of the kind in of stand up, but. When it comes to people, when you have a Omega Medoff in your division, you cannot be, like, taking it easy.
1: I see. I see.
0: And then he has Jack Shore, Sterling, Peter Yawn, like, like Corey San Hayes, like, and I
2: think, And it might be smart because give them more some time to beat up on each other so that way you can come in and just play cleanup. What is that? Five? Ban them. Man, yeah,
0: so well, so everyone knows Sugar Sean. We, we hyped him up. He has the most strikes landed per minute with 8.26. He has the most differential in strikes per minute, where he outstrikes his opponent by 5.0 something per minute. Pedro Munez though, he's only lost to literally the top guys in the division. He lost to like Sterling, he lost to Jose Aldo, he lost to Frankie Egger, Dominic Cruz. Like, those are his losses. He beat Cody Garbrick. Former champion. He beat Rob Font, who's sitting at right now, I think, top seven in the division. He yeah. loves to throw leg kicks, which is something we've seen Sugar Sean lose to. He broke his leg um, not because he doesn't check leg kicks. So that's something that you have to worry about on that side. Because I'm not saying he likes to throw leg kicks. I'm saying he throws, like, 40 leg kicks a fight. Like, he makes it a priority to throw leg kicks. He's seen five rounds. He's seen I like the leg kicks. One thing that does scare me though, slow hands and he's slow altogether. He's a little older, also 35, 36. And when we talk about Sugar Sean, we talk about his speed, his twitch, his fucking getting from the inside to outside. He's switching stances 24, seven, hopping around. Like Pedro Munoz could make it into a wrestling fight. He could make it into like a dirty clinch fight, but that's, I just think he also might be a little too slow and, I, I I agree with y'all. I think Sugar Sean wins this. He also puts the rest, the people talking about. Well, if if they throw leg kicks, they're gonna beat Sugar Sean. Uh, he's gonna see somebody throw legs kicks, and I think he's gonna beat them pretty pretty easily. I don't think he's gonna knock him out like he called. Peso Muna has never been knocked out, and I don't think he will be. Because he's seen I, Jose Aldo, he's seen Sterling, he's seen Dominic, he's seen the top of this division, and he hasn't uh, been knocked
2: out. Somebody gotta do it, man. And I think this is such a great test for him because he has to prove that he can do that to, to real talent. And, like, he has to make it look easy.
1: To knock someone out that hasn't been knocked out, that would be some shit, man. I will say, though, it's a perfect
0: matchup for him personally. I think the UFC knows what they're doing. I will to say they're protecting Sugar Sean because Pedro Munoz ain't no pushover. But they know what they're doing with this matchup because Pedro Munoz is slower. He's a more like he likes to get on the inside, but he likes to get hit as he gets on the inside. And Sugar Sean is perfect to hit you and then get on the outside and not let you get where you want to be. So I think this is a perfect matchup for Sugar Sean to show his striking showcase.
2: Uh, it's, it's such a good time to be doing a podcast, but this is gonna be a great fight, a great test, Mark. Man, let me know how you feeling, man. This is your this is your man. This is I, I'm pretty sure i all gonna take to the top
0: you talking hey. KOs, you're talking decisions, you talking hey. upset Yeah,
2: I'm going to have to talk about this next Saturday.
1: Hey, uh, it's going to be a spinning back kick knockout, man. God Woo! damn! <laughs> yeah, hey, I it think it now. He off bro.
2: first fight, I think he's, he got him killed, bro, with a spinning back kick, and that, and that shit went viral.
1: He's done it before, man, and all right. If anything, if it's not a spinning back, that might be a little too. Nah, stand on your. Nah, you stand on him, bro. Stand on it. All right. Stand All, right, yo. on All right, man. I feel like he's just. Gonna, I feel like he's gonna come out here and do some shit, man, and show that if no one could do it, let me do it. And he's gonna start off the main card. Like, what is the first fight on the main card, right?
0: Yes, sir. This is yes, this I is I a second first fight in the main card back to back. So damn, fuck, man. He starts Maybe. it off with a bang.
2: Yeah. I but, think he- I think it's gonna be a good fight, and it's going somebody's going down in the third round, and it's up to um, it's either it's either gonna be because they're on the ground and because of Sean Sean got um, Sugar Sean got his fucking um legs killed, or motherfucking Sean, like Marcus spinning back kick, man. Sugar Sean to-
0: by decision, and that's the way it's going. That boy Pedro Moon isn't getting knocked out by this curly haired six nine motherfucker.
2: <laughs> he
1: got it. Try to make it look like easy work. He's going to make it look easy, man. He's going to be like, man, fuck all the bullshit. Fuck all the haters. I'm coming out here and, and kicking this fool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. All right. Well, we got four more fights. We got Robbie Law versus Brian Barbarana, nicknamed Bam Bam. This might be fight tonight. I already called that earlier. These are two warriors who have that Muay Thai mentality of not quitting. They like to both box dirty. They like to throw elbows. They like to get on the inside and do work in the clinch. They just like to fucking stand and bang. Right? This is a fucking fight.
1: This is one of my type of fights. I like to hear that.
0: And uh Robbie Lawler like fucking He's 40 years old. But he was the champion from 2014 to 2016. He he lost to Tyron Woodley. That's when Woodley won the belt. He won. He beat Cowboy the very next year in his next fight. Then he lost the four next over three years. So it was a rough tw- up to 2021. And then he fights Nick Diaz, who came out of retirement after like 10 years, and beats him. And that's the older brother, Nate Diaz. And... Barbara Randon on the other side, he's eight and six in the UFC. His losses are the Colby Covington, Leon Edwards, Finse Luque. So, like those are solid top-tier guys in the division, and he's just another fucking brawler. We covered him when he fought Matt Brown before, and it was a, I they won fight of the night, like I said they would, because it was just two fucking brawlers. And I think it, this is another similar fight. We're just gonna watch two people and both of them. Multiple times, we're gonna be there like, oh, he's knocked out, oh, he's done, and then all of a sudden that person gets right back up, and then he knocks out the other. like. There's gonna be multiple back and forth times where I think somebody's gonna be fucking wobbled, dropped, stunned, and it's gonna fucking just be a war.
2: I look at this fight as damn, why can't Robbie Lawler be the the um the over is 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 this because um.
0: Let me see. I can tell you right now the favorites. So, uh, oh, it's a pick 'em. Robbie Lawler is minus one ten. Barbarina is plus one hundred. Literally, it's the same odds, basically.
2: Damn,
1: that's
2: scary. I like. I want to. I want to pick Barbarina, but like, I just feel like Robbie Lawler comes to every fight ready to bang. There's no such thing as a boring Robbie Lawler fight, from what I've been told. Never. From what? But I remember Barbarina versus Matt Brown, thinking like, "Damn, yeah. <laughs> but i also thought matt brown won that fight
0: it was a split decision win but that was a fight where even matt brown because that was matt brown's hometown of columbus ohio but he they both lifted their hands like you know when a fight's good when both of them are holding hands lifted together like this
1: fucking you know
2: basking li- in it so I'm, I'm torn, Paul. Give me some reasonings. Give me – Mark, let me know what you feel about this fighting, Paul. Let me – give me something else. Ugh, I don't know.
0: I'm torn. I'll let Mark – you want you want to go picks first, Mark, or you want me to delete? I got one more drop of knowledge before. All right, go ahead tell um, me. I think they're the same fighter, but I also think Barbarina 10 years younger. I don't think Laura can handle that damage at 40 – like – Yes, he beat Nick Diaz in his last fight. Nick Diaz coming out of 10 years of retirement, hasn't fought, and he beats him. And he's 40 something years old. All right, cool. Prior to that, you were on a four fight losing streak over a course of three years. So I think I take that into more credibility than that Nick Diaz when he's coming off of. And Uh. I think I'm robbing the books with. Brian Barbarina as an underdog. Even as a small underdog at Press 100, I, I like him. I think he's just a little younger, and he can take more damage. And Lawrence is a little older. You know, the, at 40 years older, you can't take too many elbows in the clinch.
1: And I was leaning, Robbie, man. You can still go. It's literally a pick-em fight. Like, nah, But I think you're right, though, man. <laughs> I think I'm going to go What is Barbarina. I mean, I think after coming off that big fight, too, I remember that fight, too. So, like, I feel like he's going to come out here and show and prove that he, he, he's going to just look like the younger fighter. It's still going to be a war and it's still going to be back and forth. Might be a toss up at the end, but that, I feel like he might show that he looked like the younger fighter. Cause Why are all these 40 year olds on here, man? Cause they're, they're names and names.
0: Yeah, but also, also, got remember this forty-year-old was champion at like thirty-six and defended his belt three times. So like, his he, age is also just a number. Like Robbie Laura, he's also like not one of them forty-year-olds that gets hit once or twice and drops. He, right. goes, he his last fight was
1: still a war. He gonna have to bring some shit to hurt that man.
0: What about you, Kev? You know me and how me and Mark ride and are. You going with the old so- dog
2: here? I was, I was, I was torn until you gave me, Paul just loves to say things a certain way. And like, you kind of sound stupid going against that motherfucker. And you, so Paul should be a UFC salesman. I feel like every, um, every, um, every pay-per-view, I feel like they should call Paul and they should be like, yo, I'm going to need you to just go door to door.
1: So I say, Push hey,
2: this would, you fighter. Buy,
1: would you like to buy, would you like to buy this?
2: All like, pro- so... I'm taking to Barberina because that fight with Matt Brown was so nice. I was at a gala watching that fight and I remember just sitting and, and they over here doing like their they're doing their little stuff and I'm just sitting there like, oh shit. Like oh I had to go outside like three times watching that fight. Yeah. So I'm taking Barbarina and I'm 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 gonna bet the house on it. Fuck it. Mm. Rents R- it,
1: it's
2: July second. Rent is due July 3rd. Rent is late July 4th. So if I don't have that rent, it's because I bet the house.
1: That yeah, boy, man. Robbie gonna come pick him crib up. <laughs> Damn, Damn, bro. You sound like you picking Robbie. Nah, I'm just saying <laughs> the boy threw his crib out there. That'll be some shit. I'm I will say
2: I felt
0: good betting Barbara Renner. But these next three fights is when shit gets a little murky.
1: Lo yeasty.
0: This fight here, I honestly, these last three fights, all three could have been five rounders, and I think I, I everyone would have been happier.
2: I but, feel like I'm not going to be satisfied with them boys being three rounders. I might just ultimate fighter that shit. Like, hey man, fuck it, go another
0: one. Go, no, yeah. So we got <laughs> 25 and three. The Tarzan, the crazy man, Sean Strickland versus Alex Pereira, the kickboxing legend trying to fast-track him into a title shot versus Izzy Adesanya, five and one. How do y'all feel, especially – I'll let Kev go first because Kev's been watching the, the um, preview and the press conference. You're seeing the energy people are bringing right now. Who are you leaning or just leading up to this fight right now, the energy brought? What's going on?
1: Now
2: not everybody knows. The, the reason why i watch ufc the reason why when paul made the phone call and said hey man totally bliss fight club i picked up it's because of israel adesanya so when i heard that this this motherfucker alex put whatever knocked my dog out and people were sitting there thinking this is the only person that could beat israel your reigning champion for the last three years i said i don't care who the fuck he's fighting I need, bro, I need him to win this fight to get this fast track. Fuck it. That was, that was how I was until 20 minutes ago. And I, and I found out who the maniac known as Sean Strickland is. And I was like, oh, oh, shit. Him is busy. Already got tech. I had to stop the press conference because they was beefing so hard. Motherfucking, I need Sean. Sean Strickland has to come in and do some maniacs and fuck this shit up. I don't know what the UFC is gonna do with Alex after motherfucking this fight. But Sean Strickland has to go crazy. But what is Sean Strickland good at? What is he? What makes him able to sit down and tell the motherfucker, "Yo, I would murder you if I was out in the street."
0: I would tell you right now, this man has never lost in middleweight. Six and zero. He had a motorcycle accident. It used to be a, a welterweight. Only lost the likes of like Prozimbo and Kamara Usman, which are fucking dogs. So he's he he's like that. Number four in this division. This fight reminds me of, y'all remember Derek Lewis versus Ty to Avassa about like six months ago, five months ago, and it was inside Derek Lewis's hometown. I see it as like the same similar setup because uh, Piera is a Ty to Avassa in this situation. He's good at one thing, he is a cake boxer and he is world class. Sean Strickland. He's been in the UFC. He's been here for a minute. He's good at everything. You don't make the top five in that division without being able to go to the ground and the stand up. Like you can do everything. But Sean Strickland, like Kev seen the maniac himself, is a very prideful man. And it all depends: is Sean Strickland going to use his wrestling and use his experience all that, or is he going to be prideful with his stand up game and try to go three rounds with this world class kickboxer Alex Pereira? And that's what I see to me as, like, the defining point of this fight. What is Sean Strickland going to do? Is he going to – because, like, just like Derrick Lewis, he didn't use any of his wrestling. He just was like, oh, Ty Tuvasa likes to stand and bang? Let's stand and bang. And then he got knocked out. So it's like, are you going to stand and bang with this guy because of your pride or are you going to actually fight him as, like, another – like, a title contender? Because if this – if you actually picture Pierre as a title contender – I'm going to use my wrestling. I'm going to use the dirty box. I'm going to do everything in my arsenal to beat you, not just stand there and be prideful and stand and bang for three rounds, which is Sean Strickland's known to do because that man's a fucking maniac.
2: Wild monster.
1: Hey, I like the kickboxing style, but I'm going to lean Strickland, man. I hope he comes out with that, that dog in him. And like you said, I hope he comes out with that smart game plan and doesn't really – Overthink it, maybe, but I think he's going to come out with this energy, man, especially what I'm hearing from this press conference. That mania energy, man. I feel like that shit going to bleed out. He, this I'm is literally a
0: pick-em. 110 on both sides. No one's yeah. a plus underdog. Yeah. They're both that's, minus 110. That's cool. How the fuck did Dana coming up? Fucking
2: Dana
1: just with in with the picks. That's making on point. This is the
0: third fight out. This ain't co-main or main. This is third fight out.
2: I got to go with Sean, man. I got to see. I need to see him hurt something. I want to see him really break something.
0: I'm kind of scared, though, because Alex Piero in his last two fights, I know his last fight he fought Bruno Silva, who's unranked, but welterweight's so deep, you can be unranked and still be a dog. And Bruno Silva has heavy hands, and he's a motherfucker in the grappling game. And he went two and eight in his takedowns. And even when he took him down in the last fight with Pierre, because we actually covered that car, um, Pierre got right back up, like right afterwards. So, and he's like 6'5 in his division. He's massive. So I'm going to go Strickland. I'm going to ride it. I do want to be different than you. i go Pierre, but I'm going to ride Strickland because my money's on Strickland because ah, ah. i i bet on strickland a couple of days ago when he was a plus money underdog and i was just like anytime strickland's an underdog i'm a, especially against a five and one opponent get me get that underdog money so but yeah strickland here i hopefully he uses his wrestling and he uses his bag because if he does try to go straight up prideful that's his stand standing bank i think it might be kind of kind of scary
1: Better come with that game plan, man.
2: Hey man, I'm gonna be so high. Cause this is going <laughs> to come by by this point that I'm gonna be screaming at the I'm gonna be screaming at this during this fight. Like, get up, Sean! Get up! <sighs> like, I'm really Get great. up, Sean! No! Some Rocky, some Rocky shit, the wife. This is going to be a long, good card. And shout out anybody that's listening, anybody that's been watching, anybody that's peeping, even if you're skimming through. I don't care if you're working out right now. you at the office. You're just taking a, taking a shit. Whoever's still, whoever caught up and stayed with us to watch this, shit, we appreciate y'all, boy, because we finna get into some good-ass cope main event, and the co-main event. But this fight card's been so fucking long and so nice, bro. I just don't know what I'm going to be able to do with myself this Saturday.
0: And y'all are welcome, because if y'all listen to the show already, you know that we always pick winning picks. And we might not always pick the round when people win, but we tell you whether it's going to go to decision or it will be a stoppage. And we have been pretty accurate on our stoppages.
1: Yes, sir. So
0: uh, we still have two more fights to talk about. We got the co-main event and main event. We got fucking belts on the line. We got Volkanovsky versus Max Blessed Holloway. This is the fucking trilogy. These boys have fought twice already. Both fights are fucking razor thin. Both went to decision. And now we get to see the trilogy and arguably who's the GOAT of Featherweight. I'm going to let y'all go. I know, I know y'all know a lot about this fight.
2: Oh, bro, this shit is fucking crazy. But I'm gonna let Marcus go first, because we talking about the best boxing in the UFC from what I've been self-taught, what I've been told.
1: This one's been, got me stuck all week, because... This is a fucking
0: close fight.
1: Holloway, bro, is a fucking demon when it comes to boxing. Like, special, what was it, who was it that he was talking shit to, man? Dumb, Calvin he's... Cater,
0: who is the best, who's arguably one of the top three boxers in the, like, pure boxer, he's that guy. And to be able oh. to do that.
1: Whoop his ass. And weaving shots, talking about screaming shit like he's Ali, bro. I don't think Ali did that shit, man. Talking about he's the best boxer in the game. <laughs> Look, weaving I'm, shots. I'm the best boxer. Yeah, and then tagging his dumbass weaving. in. I'm like, bro, that is the that, nicest shit I've ever seen, bro. That looks like some, like, shit you do to your little brother, like... Bruh. Right, bruh. I would feel like shit wow. if I was fucking homeboy missing that's all them the, shots. That's the same fight where
2: um,
0: Max Holloway, because this is two fights ago for him. His last two fights was the Calvin Cater fight where he that happened, and he broke the record for most significant and most <laughs> strikes landed in a fight. He landed like four hundred and twelve <laughs> significant strikes, four hundred plus significant strikes. Like if you land over a hundred significant strikes, you was doing damage. Like,
2: and <laughs> hey, you seen his face, like you can tell, like all four hundred of them bitches hurt. Heart
1: and hit
0: while talking to Dana White on the sideline. And like, it only makes things better if you truly understand UFC and you watch Cater versus Emmett. Even though Emmett won that fight, we watched Calvin Cater put on a boxing clinic against a top six UFC uh, uh, featherweight into the division. So, like, yeah. like <laughs> there are levels to it. And like, when they fight each other, they have to change how they fight each other. Than they, how they fight anyone else in the division.
2: And fun fact about that about that clinic, um, more like emergency room that he put on um Calvin Cater, motherfucking he was locked. They were really locked down. He was in Hawaii at the time of um the shit, so they were really really locked down. So he didn't have a training partner. He didn't have a coach. He was him in the midst, going crazy.
0: He is considered arguably – and, like, I'm not just saying this myself. I've seen people on Twitter community back this statement up. He's the greatest small gym fighter ever. You can't – you don't know – he has no other fighter in his gym. You can't name who his trainers are. When he fought Volkanov, like, other than what Kev just said, when he had no trainer for the fight against Cater and put on a fucking – one of the best performances of all time in UFC. And then when he fought Volkanovsky in the rematch and where – I and a lot of other people think he won the rematch. He was doing training over Zoom because of the shutdown. He didn't have his training uh, coach or nothing in front of him. He was over Zoom doing the shit. And he went out and did that. So he's considered like the best, like a lot of people give him the nickname, like no coach Holloway, like shit like that. Like he's just like, he's that dude. Like you can't just not love, like he's like the AI of UFC. You cannot not love this dude.
2: That is fucking crazy, bro. And it's hurtful. It's hurtful for me to do what I gotta do. This fight, right? You
0: motherfucker!
2: I gotta do it. That boy leaked it out. That boy leaked it. I gotta do it, man. Here's the thing. Adesanya is the reason why I watch UFC. (laughs) Volkanovski is the reason why I tune in every Saturday, though. like I when I found out that these dudes like they train together, they they both city kickboxing, they be affiliated, and i like, that makes all sense, dog. Cause I fuck with both these dudes a the long way, so like I can't switch on my dog CKB for life.
1: Wow, rapping like
2: that CKB for life. It's because I got the chest tie. You didn't know I got the chest that CKB for life. So. Me. So I gotta rock with Ski man, But Holloway is coming to do some Damage
0: Before I throw this to Marcus and let him make his pick I will say Volkanovski has gone Better with mixing the takedowns in With the strikes And we are going to see basically like the, the Volk all around this versus Max's insane stand up But really? that's, the, that's the ignorant way Of looking at it because Max Holloway Didn't get to this point without having great ground game and great ground defense like he's still in his
2: own right can do what he needs to do he's dangerous man and i looked at them when you look at the first two fights i look at him like i'm glad you put that point because when i look at the old fight like hair volskinovsky versus bald Volky, i oh, don't know man bald Volky's a different breed dog and like i don't think anybody has the upper hand in this fight i think it generally comes to like who has that dog in him? Who's really gonna go to that last round and just sit down and be like, "I'm gonna die right here, homie." Mark, are you going? Are you
0: splitting the 50-50 or are you riding the wave?
1: Oh man, bro. Like I said, man, it's been on um, me yeah, all week, stuck. It's like, what Hollywood again Max is doing before like when he was had the belt like he was on going on his run and like and then what he's doing now like he's on a good streak now leading into this fight bro it it, it's so hard to go against max man because like he's hot here boxer bro i love that shit bro and like he just looked too nice and i feel like he might be hitting his prime right now or something coming off these doves and that's crazy to say because his resume, resume is deep. So it's like, damn, but. You know what this rivalry reminds oh, me of? Alexander
2: the Great, man. Yeah! He's talking about Alexander the Great, man.
1: You know what I'm saying? Right. Ah! You can't go against the Great, man. Max is good and shit. But ah! like he said, man, bald, 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 all Wokey, man, stop playing with him. Man. He's the fucking top. What is he? Top three pound for pound. Yeah, stop. But yeah.
0: There's gonna be two sad motherfuckers when it comes Saturday night, cause Max Holloway's going in there and he's Better getting those fucking it. belt back. Better shoey on it. <laughs> I put a shoey on it, man. Like. But Max, he won that second fight. You can't argue me otherwise. I, Boganowski won that first. Boganowski won the first. I don't think it was even argued. I feel I like think
1: in the second the fight, like, bulky probably you could argue maybe two rounds, but I feel like you really, he only had like one round. The I, I,
0: knockdowns I, I, Holloway was getting in the second round. Like, there is, like, I give it to Max. It was it was it was a, it was a, it, it was a, uh, it was a one of those. And coming in, so we go off the past two fights since then. Volkanovski beat Brian Ortega. But Brian Ortega, T-City Ortega, was this close from being the champion. Literally, like this close. Like, Volkanovski's not unbeatable like that. And then he goes and he beats the Korean Zombie, who was a fill-in fighter for Holloway. And we all knew Korean Zombie wasn't going to win that fight. Let's be real. We love him, but he wasn't going to win it.
2: It's and the heart the, of a champion, man. The and then Holloway
0: goes out and puts on all-time great performance against Calvin Cater, which makes him look like a boy. Goes out there, beats Yair, uh, uh, Robbie, Yair Rodriguez. No one wants to fight him. He's the boogeyman of the division. He goes out there and beats him. Coming into it, Max Hall. I think he's getting it, bro. He's getting this fight, and we'll see a quadrilogy of this fight. We'll see a fourth one
2: after Max walks out with this belt. Never underestimate the heart of
1: a champion. The, uh, from Alexander the Great, man, just the, the way he can mix it up with the ground, like you said, the ground and his stand-up game. I feel like I, I, I think this right here is the fight of the night for sure. For me, it's hands down. It's gonna be. It's gonna get fit. fight of the night, man. I is feel it like going
2: this, all five rounds? Is it going, going to decision? Going all, no, this is where this is where this is where this is where it tricks him.
1: Here.
2: Max is can't let it go to decision. There's no way in life that in his game plan anything says let this go five rounds. Unless I don't think I just, wants to go five rounds either, though. I think he's. I think they're both coming up. Get it Let's out of there. So this is where, this is where, the, this is where, this is where technique comes in because I think if it stays on the stays up top, Max is a fucking different breed. But Bold Volkey though, Bold Vokey can mix it up and get up out of there. He understands you can adapt, so I feel like if he gets to lose in the beginning rounds. He can adjust, and then that's how it's gonna go. But really, you know what this rivalry reminds me of? Who? Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart. Like, I'm like,
1: this is how big
2: this is. Like, I'm calling Max Holloway, Max Hitman Holloway from now on. Like, that's the hitman right there. He's taking out everybody. But my dog, Bokey, he got got Vince McMahon on his side. We have never
0: seen something like this where there's two guys in the same division that just completely outclass anybody else in the division. You sign them up for that fight, and you know it's going to be a slaughter. But when they fight each other, it's a fucking war. And, like, this is the greatest, I think the greatest fucking, like, like it might not be the biggest promotion, but the greatest rivalry in UFC history when it comes to talent
2: versus talent, it's these two. They're the top two greatest ever, and they're trying to fight to see who is for real
1: and this is a, a trilogy all three fights was for the belt man and it's a co-main event bro that shit is crazy i didn't know that the
2: first belt Volky took the belt from holloway yeah. i didn't know that
1: <laughs> max was on like a decent little run that's what i was saying like it's hard to be like go against him because he was on a run and Volky came out took his belt the, f- and then, you know, the featherweight
0: goat is usually considered jose Otto. Which Max Holloway completely dismantled. No one could believe the dismantling that they seen on the stand-up game that Max Holloway did to Jose Aldo. Because no now, one can stand now. up with Jose Aldo like that. So, like, that is to put some perspective how much greater like Jose Aldo is probably still up there in the GOAT talks for that division just because all his title defenses, but these two have both outclassed Jose Aldo. And that just shows you like. Max Holloway came into UFC at 20. He, was, he sounds like a vet. He's only 30 years old because he's been in UFC for 10 years, but he came in at 20 years
2: old. I love he thought he was. That's crazy.
0: So, yeah, like, so I can't remember which one of y'all. One of y'all said that y'all think Holloway's entering his prime right now, and I agree with you because, like, you can be a great fighter in your mid-20s, but you don't have the IQ yet. You don't realize why where you beat people and how to, like, this –
1: He's like it's coming together from where he got the IQ and his skill set. I feel like it's just meshing perfect right now. I'll, I'll give you that for. Real. And give me yeah, give me the plus one seventy
0: five dog in Holloway, just because I also think he won that second fight. And anytime I feel like he won that fight, like especially at those odds, give me the dog.
1: I will say Volky gotta if he if he's gonna win this, I feel like he gotta make it more. Uh, you know, don't put it in the judges' hands and have more everybody.
0: Decisive. <laughs> Because even yeah. if you go to judges, you can go to the judges with a decisive win.
1: Yeah, like, make make it so at least not all these people are, you know, saying, like, oh, you know, you should, like, go at it, man. And also, I feel like Max is going to have to really put it on him now that he knows that the judges – he can't – Max might not put it in the judges' hands. Who knows, man? This, just, this one's a crazy one. All right.
0: Let's talk even crazier. We got the main event. They got main event Look, The fact that
2: that wasn't the main event is insane. Right, bro. That's, that's already nuts. And they say this is a big deal because Brust from Australia, Vokies from Australia, Israel's from um, Izzy's from um, New Zealand. New Zealand so that's a big deal for the Oceania. and that's a big deal for like their side of the world right now. Like to see both of their champions up there on top, and then maybe one day they'll do a big. Well, maybe not New Zealand. Izzy said he don't fuck with New Zealand. But maybe they'll do an international fight. We got some crazy shit out there in Australia like that so one. Like
0: year. Sydney, London.
2: Mm-hmm. But this is a great motherfucking main event, and like this card has been amazing. Our viewers, we appreciate all of y'all for fucking with us and listening with us, man. But Marcus, man, what you know about these two? Man, start us off, man. What you know about them boys? I know we talking about the goat. We got Ken in here versus
1: Izzy. Style vendor out of you. Hey man, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Bro came down from heavyweight. That is crazy. That shit blows my mind for because I'm looking at it in like a boxing perspective to go down from like 200 or whatever he was. What was he like, 205? He like,
0: no, when he was can you when you talk about Kenya, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when he was fine a heavyweight, like, he was coming in, like, fight day, like, 225, 240, oh. because, because God. think about it, like, you might weigh in as that, but you're putting on weight before the fight to, because yeah, you know, yeah. homeboy across from you is 250.
1: Yeah, he, he's gonna rehydrate right after the weigh-in and eat a good steak and fucking potatoes or some shit. That's so. and, uh, he came
0: weight. in big, yeah, no, nah, he, he is, like. He has that, that right-hand cannon for a reason. That weight don't make a difference.
1: That shit, that shit really is crazy to get all the way down to, what is it, 185, man? And, like, he looks good at 185. That's the thing. Like, he looks comfortable. He looks good in his weight. He looks like, a you know, obviously the stronger guy in most fights because of that. He got that heavyweight power coming down. And that shit just is crazy to me how he's gotten that good of a shape to drop that and be able to make weight consistently at 185. i give him that.
2: I respect the fact that he started off this as
1: while he was being um
2: I want to say he's he was doing um truck he was working for a truck company or maybe air air traffic company he was doing this in Anchorage Alaska what the fuck <laughs> work, on on uh, like it's the fact <laughs> that you came all the way here to be headlining UFC 276 in Las Vegas. That's a journey of come true, man. Like, hey, my dog that's is you, so regular. Don't I came get- out to press conference in a do-rag. Like, bro, it's regular as fuck. Like, shout out, homie, for making it all the way this far in the grind. That's fucking insane. Like, he has a one kind of story, for real. But, we got my dog, the style bender. Left, 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 left. He hits you with a left or right. They say he's never gone for a takedown in his life. It don't matter. Not mine. But um, Paul, what do you take on this? Because you know who I got. So how do you, what do you take on this? How do you break this down? Because Cannon is a strong, he does have power. He had power all the way in heavyweight. He's got, he has crazy power now. But he was losing to Derrick Brunson until the knockout. And Israel, Adesanya, says he's going for a knockout, so this may be a brawl. So we don't know what could happen. So let me know.
0: I hope Izzy goes for the knockout because Izzy has the stigma attached to him as a born fighter because he likes to stand from the outside, not throw a lot, and just counter-strike. He's a counter-strike.
1: He'd be picking his shots.
0: Yeah, he he counter-strikes. He doesn't throw first. He usually throws second. And uh, so that's why a lot of people give him that born fighter stigma. He doesn't have many knockouts. And I think he knows he should beat Kanye and I think that's why he's probably going to be going for the knockout because Kanye doesn't bring like a wrestling like Vittori and then brought. So like he doesn't have to worry about takedowns. He's going to be finding them on a standup where he's world-class standup fighter. So he's not really worried, but I will say, I think this fight is what Paulo Acosta versus Izzy Adesanya was supposed to be because I think Kanye has the power to really, if he does, if Izzy gets a little overconfident and wants to, to, to stand and bang, Kanye Year could land a strike or two that makes him question that stand and bang mentality of like, like, to start making him pick it. Like, I think, I don't think Izzy gets the knockout. I think Izzy goes a decision because of the fact that Ken Year has that power, makes him like, oh shit, like I can't sit here and stand and bang with this guy because this man, this motherfucker has the power of a 225.
2: In his last fight against Whitaker, he says he didn't trust his instincts enough. And he could have got Whitaker out of there, but he said, nah, let me just stick to the game plan. I feel like if he feels if he feels an opening, if he feels Kananier slowing down, or if he sees him getting slower, he times it right. He could get a good hit on the chin, and that could be what starts making that boy tumble. I don't know.
0: No, <laughs> I agree, but the same thing, I've seen a lot of these... I've seen the 22 and one. Like, I, I know the people like Anderson Silva lost for the same reason of, like, I think I'm better than these people. And that's the same mentality Adesanya brings to the game. So, like, and he eventually lost and, like, shit like that happened. Like, there's people who have lost because of their own mindset. And that's my one fear of Adesanya is like, because he has, he's almost about to run a full circle on, like other than Sean Strickland, he's about to run a full circle on, like, the UFC top 15 for uh the middleweights and that sometimes kind of gets in your head where not like that you don't have to worry about it but you feel comfortable and you never want to feel comfortable when you're fighting
1: yeah he might lay back a little
2: bit i don't know man looking for the john jones fight maybe if he can lap the whole division
0: oh john jones would kill him bro like just he couldn't even beat yawn and yawn just lost uh, yawn lost the glow like like John Jones was a different breed at at, at two, two, oh, two, 205. Like John Jones, would, it wouldn't even be a close. That's why I love Izzy, but Izzy at one eighty five is a different breed. But he cannot move up because he's too skinny.
2: Yeah. You don't you don't think him and Yuri would be a crazy fight?
0: Maybe just because Yuri's not a like he his biggest weak like the styles make fights. So when he fights another stand up fighter he might win like against a year but like if he goes against a, a Glover it's not gonna be like like all those other fire like anyone who has a decent stand uh ground game and and 205 will probably be him
2: now Marcus I'm I'm not trying to persuade you or anything or like try to like make you pick such a way but I do have 200 pounds of, of um dynamite in inside your house right now and all I have to do is press one button for it to, for it to detonate, so, who are you picking
1: for this fight? Man, easy money, man, easy, bro, and go, man, I got to go, and I'm really hoping, like Paul said, man, I hope he can get the go for a knockout, it's gonna be hard, because you gotta be, you got you gotta, you gotta be mindful of that power in the right hand, but I hope he can get a knockout, man, big main event, big pay-per-view, a lot of eyes on him, and just get that statement, and Really show people he can he can he can close out fights, man. It could be a late round stop stoppage or yeah, I would love a late round stoppage. Don't yeah, you know, what I'm saying. and just like maybe just out of nowhere, everyone's going crazy. turns it up maybe in the fourth or some shit. But and then he, he'd be in there like they say I'm a boy, and then he talk shit like they say I'm a boy. in fight how how yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I hope he comes in with that type of mindset for real, and that will be exciting, man. But Izzy's one of my favorite fighters to watch just because he's. And he's a cool dude outside the cage and very cool. Yeah, so I got Izzy all the way, man. That, that was that was that was even a fucking second thigh. In my I head. dressed
0: up for that boy Izzy. I was like, oh Izzy, you know, what I'm playing. I gotta dress a little nice today. That
1: shit
2: is hard. You mind showing the showing the viewers what type of shirt you on? already? Now that shit is hard as fuck.
0: But you know, Izzy
2: uh, anime
0: fan, so I had to throw on something at least anime related, but you know, I see what the best <laughs>
2: You gotta plug us in with the website for that one. That shit
0: hard. But I think Izzy wins. But I do say decision. I don't. I don't think he gets the knockout. Like Derek Brunson has heavy hands, and Derek Brunson was putting on a. He was putting on a show. He even hit his ass with an elbow a couple of times, and Canier didn't drop. And Canier eventually got the knockout. And uh, even though I thought he was losing, he won that fight. And that's why I think it'll be somewhat closer. Because I think Izzy might try to brawl. But come the third round, Izzy's just gonna, you know, not coast, but Izzy's gonna play it comfortable and is outwork him. Like, that's how he fought Whitaker. Like it, like he just completely just showed, like I'm the better striker, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna over engage, I'm not gonna get on the inside right. with a smaller fighter, I'm gonna use my range, I'm gonna fucking just I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you and not get hit, and that's what he's gonna do. And I think he gets the, the unanimous decision. And hopefully we get the Sean Strickland versus Israel Adesanya after this, or Pierre versus Adesanya, however that fight goes.
2: You can't go wrong with either one, but I'm that Sean Strickland. I need Sean Strickland to look like a straight-up maniac.
0: A fucking dog. We got so many dogs on this card, bro. I wasn't going to do it, but why not? I'm going to take one more shot before you head out. I'm going to let y'all, y'all got any closing. We got the Sean Strickland-Pierre fight. Robbie Lawler versus Bob Arana. Sugar Sean versus Pedro Munez. Jalen Turner to Triantula versus Brad Riddell. Cowboy Saron maybe retiring versus another all-time great, Jim Miller. Conor McGregor, 2.0. Ian Gary versus another super prospect, Gabe Green. Ranked fighter, Tavares versus kickboxing, all finishes, duplexes. Uriah Hall, future Hall of Famer, Dana White hater versus ranked fighter Andre Munez, and then we got the women showing out: Jessica I, I should have been cut a long time ago versus Macy Barber, upcoming star. And that's UFC two seventy six.
1: Hey man, hey bro, is tune in early, man. Tune in early, and it should have just gonna get better and better throughout the night. Just gonna fight at great fight after great fight get mad this time i'm making sure i'm i'm tuned in this time i ain't drinking on saturday i'm gonna be locked in for I these five head to toe man that shit's gonna be lit i can't wait for this card Bruh. got a problem with being problematic get the light beam on me ready for electrostatic. static don't you step into this box if you're not batting then my gang got tools you can call them boy crap man this gang got rules man you better watch your passage. this ain't not new since we've been on that rock star regimen knowing that I'm having higher than I ever been I got a